Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with author and speaker, Dr. Steve Steph. I'm Jim Brangenberg, your host for the day. For more information about Dr. Steph and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg, and I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steph, the founder of Transforming Leadership. So grateful that you've tuned in today. Make sure you check us out online, tleadership.com, tleadership.com. Steve, we're in the series, a series of Transforming Leadership Proverbs, things that you guys as a Transforming Leadership team have come up, truisms and sayings that seem to bubble to the top of these are consistently issues that leaders are dealing with. Today's is really an interesting one. Think always, then speak, maybe... Communicating for effectiveness, not speaking the emotion you are feeling. Talk to me about this. Where are you wanting to go with this today? We put this one down, Jim, a few years ago. We we have uh, in, in our client base, and we're fortunate to have what we refer to as legacy clients. That is clients that have been with us for years now. So in our client base, we have uh, two organizations where we have senior leaders that I know the senior leaders well. I know their heart. I will, uh, I, I may lose these clients after this podcast, but uh, I, I have to confess that we have a couple of senior leaders that don't have the highest emotional intelligence as far as being aware, constantly aware of the impact of their words. They're saying what they may thinking, but keep in mind that we're responsible not just for saying what we're thinking, but we're saying for, we're responsible for speaking what's going to be most effective with our team. And sometimes they respond quickly with what's on their heart, not realizing that their words might have a negative impact on the team members or on particular team members. So let me give you an example. Well, I, I think I, I think you need to do a definition first, Steve. I hate to interrupt you because I love the example uh, thing, but give us the definition of emotional intelligence. Yeah, emotional intelligence, that's, that's great. I should have looked up a good definition before we began. But emotional intelligence is essentially the understanding the impact that your emotions have not only on how you are feeling and responding, but understanding uh, how you are feeling and responding might impact others and fully understanding how they are communicating or acting might be impacting you. It is taking into account the emotional uh, value, uh, both directions, both sides of any particular conversation. We, we filter everything through our emotions, whether we are aware of it or not. And everything that we speak, say, is filtered through our emotions as well. So uh, uh, the emotional part has a tremendous impact on my effectiveness as a leader. So I've got to, I've got to take that into account first, the emotional intelligence. All right. You were going to give an example, and I interrupted you. Right. And I'm sorry, no, yeah. but I, but can no. you remember that example? Yeah, I do remember that example. I've got a senior leader that I was sitting at a meeting a few years ago. He's sitting there with his executive team, and, and he commented to the executive team, which, by the way, I happen to know were stellar performers. And the not only the revenues, but the profitability of this organization had risen significantly year over year for the past several years. And he, the senior, the, the uh, CEO, the owner, in fact, commented to the group, you're finally starting to think like entrepreneurs. And I could see the executive team members 
glance over at each other. And I know they were thinking, what does he mean we're finally starting? What, what does he think has been happening around here for the last several years? So mm. in, that, in that one statement where he was really responding, I, I believe, I know the guy, I know him very well. He's a friend, so I know his intent. I think he was responding and speaking to one thing that they had done and one way that they had tweaked their strategy. He made this blanket statement that took in wholly the way they operate as a team. And for two or three of them, they walked out of there pretty offended that to think that their CEO, their senior leader does not recognize that for years they have been thinking like entrepreneurs and designing and leading a strategy uh, that would reflect that. So in an area where he was probably really thinking about, Hey, Siri wants to put her name in here. She, she's got yeah. something to say, but where um, this leader was probably trying to compliment his team like hey you're you're finally thinking like entrepreneurs but when he said it like that he insulted them but could have said something like this is a great example of entrepreneurial thinking that that, exactly that's a totally different response yeah you're you're absolutely on target jim and and again i know his intent i know his heart so i think his heart was in the right place but but his mouth wasn't, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. If he had tweaked that sentence just a little bit, this is a great example as opposed to your finally. Your finally implies that you haven't been up until now, you know. So huge difference with just, uh, just tweaking a couple of words. So did that leader have the emotional intelligence to realize his mistake and then go out and apologize to everybody? No, not until it was brought to his attention. And when it was brought to his attention later, privately, he, he fully understood. He even uh, uh, shared with me exactly what I've shared with you. That well, that wasn't my intent. I was really just speaking to this one little sliver of strategy. And and if you had it in that context, he was right. They, they, they hadn't been thinking like entrepreneurs necessarily in that one little sliver, if you will, of strategy. But that wasn't what he said. What he said was, and the way it was received was, a broad statement. You're finally thinking like entrepreneurs. Mm. So we, we just have to be careful. Um, yeah, we, we have an earlier podcast that understanding is always the responsibility of the speaker, one of our other proverbs. Uh, it, it's the same thing here. We must be careful uh, in, in thinking through, that's what emotional intelligence is, thinking through the impact of my words, not just what words come to mind. That's why we say think always and then speak maybe because the words that come to mind might possibly uh, not be that effective when I deliver them. Steve, uh, this is an issue I've struggled with all my life. What about you? I mean, have you ever struggled with the fact that you say what you're thinking before you realize what you say? You've said something you didn't really mean to say. My family, I, I almost wish you hadn't asked me that. Uh, my family would tell you that I have the spiritual gift of sarcasm. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I could have a doctorate in sarcasm. And it, it, the, the problem is, Sarcasm uh, depends on your context, depends on your mindset, depends on your emotion at the time. You may think that it's a little quip that I just ran off as funny, and then you may think that it's offensive. So I hopefully I've gotten better over the years. Have I gotten great? No. 
But I've gotten better over the years at stopping. And just because I've thought of something that I consider to be humorous, that might not be received that way. That hopefully is showing some maturity in my emotional intelligence. Uh, you, you may argue with that, Jim. You know me well. But uh, I can think of all sorts of little things to say at, at the time that they may not be true, they may not be true, but I think they're kind of funny, um, but they may not be well received. And, and I just have to understand that other people in the audience are listening with their ears, not with mine. And that's, you know, that, that's hard for, uh, that's not my first thought. That's not my first response. My first thought, oh, here's a, here's a funny comeback. So as a, a leader, I need to be thinking ahead that if I have a tendency to say things that maybe might get misinterpreted or I have a tendency to say things mm, based on my emotions without having the forethought. You know, I've, I have yeah. never personally been one of those um, think before you speak kind of people. Okay, that's something I struggle with often. But I've just learned to prep. I mean, well, let me just ask you, you're the expert. How can a leader keep from the collateral damage of his words? So if he's got a tendency to say yeah. things that, you know, like this, this guy, hey, you're finally figuring out what it means to be an entrepreneur versus, hey, this is a great example of what it means to think like an entrepreneur. How, how can that leader step in front of the bus so that he doesn't have to step in front of the bus? I mean, how, how can he prevent, how, do, how can he get the bus to stop before he steps in front of it? it, it that, that is a great question, Jim. And the, the, my response is it goes back to so many of our previous podcasts that, begin with the end in mind. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And then think of the words that are going to be most effective in, uh, uh, in accomplish, you know, in, in reaching your outcome, what you're trying to do there. And, and again, it, it may, you may be better off. Well, I don't even need to say it at all. He was speaking from his emotion. He was speaking from his heart, not thinking again, that that's kind of a, a big example, but not thinking how it might be received. What he was trying to accomplish was he was trying to compliment his people. So to back up, he might have thought, what's the best way to compliment them? Now, if now again, this is happening in milliseconds, but no one would begin a compliment with, you are finally doing this. So it, had he thought that through for two seconds, he would have come up with a different sentence. Uh, let me take it a step further as far as effectiveness in communication is concerned. I know that you're a fan of the DISC assessment, and uh, some people are fans of the Myers-Briggs assessment. The, the, the purpose of both of those is to help us understand and identify that we all take in information differently and we all relate differently. Uh, so keep in mind that some people are more sensitive than others. Some people are more bottom line and uh, uh, high Ds, if you will, on the disc. So a, a high D comes into a high I's uh, work cubicle or office or workspace or whatever it might be. And what they want to communicate is just the bottom line. This is what I need. This is what you did. Not thinking about, well, that high I and, and disc language they they're concerned about the relationship. How are you doing? Da, da, da. They realize it's a business meeting, a business relationship, but in their mind, there's a protocol for how our information is delivered, whether it be good or bad. And that high D didn't follow the eyes protocol, if you will. 
Now, I realize that takes a little thinking. Yeah, but does. our job in the workplace, Jim, is to be effective, not just, you know, uh, uh, time sensitive is not always the most effective. Our job is to be the most effective. But okay, but every leader fails. Every leader makes mistakes. And every leader listening to this podcast today is going, yeah, but sometimes I do get caught up in the emotion. I'm so excited about something that that I get exuberant and I just say what's on my mind because I'm excited <clears throat> and I'm guilty of that. So Absolutely. we have to have a pattern for what do we deal with when we mess up and people, when we say things that we didn't really mean to say, how do we deal with that? Because I think it goes back to, because that's part of developing emotional intelligence because the more you have to apologize, the less you want to do what you did that you had to apologize yeah, for, yeah, at least yeah. in my life. Yeah. So I, can I give an example from my own? Would that be okay? Sure, I know you're yeah, the doctorate, please. but you know, so I speak a lot. And I often have Martha, my wife, with me. And I tell her, I said, if I say something from the stage that comes across the wrong way, would you please let me know immediately with your yes. facial expressions or doing this in front the front row yeah. so that I can apologize for it right away? Because I don't want to hurt people's feelings and I want to be able to communicate stuff right. So with a leader, as I've led teams over the last 20 years, 30 years, I just say up front, listen, I'm, I... I I want you guys to know how much I care about you, how much I love you, but some days I'm going to screw up, but here's, I want to give you permission right now. If I say something that comes across wrong, if it comes across hurtful, and would you just tell me right away? <laughs> Don't make me guess. Yeah. I want to be able to apologize and move forward. Yeah. yeah. What, what, uh, I've written books and tons of articles on leadership and, and traits of leadership and things like that. What, one of the traits of leadership that really doesn't get a whole lot of attention, Jim, is humility. Mm. I want humility in a leader and my leader and the leaders that I work with and, and humility to me, uh, a great example of humility is, is when I am big enough to come forward and say, listen, I said this and it may not have come across the way that I meant it, or I may not have been sensitive to the listeners. And I apologize for that. That that's not a weakness. Too many people interpret that as a weakness. Not at all. That's humility. And it shows strength. As far as I'm concerned, it demonstrates strength that I am willing to, not only willing to, but anxious to take responsibility for all of my behaviors and the impact. We have another cast, by the way, Jim, on efficiency versus effectiveness. And when we look at the proverb of, of today, think always, speak maybe, we are looking for effectiveness, not necessarily efficiency. Right. If you use the little example that I gave at the at the beginning of the cast about the guy saying, you guys are finally, this team is finally starting to think like entrepreneurs. What he said was very efficient. He popped off just what he was thinking, which was a compliment in his mind. Very efficient. Not so effective. No, and it took a lot of his time to clean up his mess, I'm sure. It certainly did, yeah. Mm. Steve Steph, thank you for bringing this transforming leadership proverb. Think always, then speak, maybe, communicating for effectiveness, not speaking the emotion you're feeling. It's a good one, Steve. Thank you. Good. Thanks, Jim. If you are Transforming Leadership podcast listeners, check us out online, tleadership.com, tleadership.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership podcast with author and speaker, Dr. Steve Steph. For more information on how Dr. Stepp and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.